Hey, it's Eric Hulker, and welcome to another episode of the Everything is Marketing podcast. And today, my dear friend, Marcus Collins, who is a marketing executive at Donor, professor at the Ross School of Business at the University of Michigan, soon to be a doctor from Temple University, an Advertising Hall of Achievement inductee, as well as the host of the web series, Check the Rhyme, where he breaks down marketing concepts using hip-hop lyrics. I hope you love this conversation as much as I had making it. We're going to get into what marketers need to know during times of unrest. With the inauguration tomorrow, and after brands didn't respond that well to the attack on the Capitol, I thought now was the perfect time to bring him on. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. And as I said, my guest for this episode of the Everything is Marketing podcast, my dear friend and perhaps one of the smartest human beings I know, Marcus C., Marcus Collins. How are you and how soon do I have to start calling you doctor, by the way, before we get into this? Hey, Eric, I'm doing quite well. (laughs) If only that were true. I'm not ever true, but I take I'll take the compliment. I'm doing that in 2021. Take the compliments as you get them. Prayerfully, hopefully, inshallah, I'll be Dr. Marcus Collins uh come May of this year. So we'll we'll see what the folks at Temple think about that. <laughs> Cannot wait. So I brought you on today because there's a number of things already happening in 2021 as far as marketers are concerned. And with the inauguration being in just a few hours, I kind of wanted to talk about how writ large, marketers tend to be very bad when things go sideways. And we'll go all the way back to the assault on the Capitol. You and I uh, spend most of our time on Twitter as far as social mediums go. You would see brand after brand who legitimately not seemingly understood what was happening at that moment and wanted you to buy a coat for 20% off or these new shoes that you needed. And so I want to get your perspective, not only on that, but this week we sort of have the double marketing whammy of Martin Luther King day, where lots of brands fall short on that day. And then you've got an inauguration where we're all sort of holding our breath. And from a marketer's perspective, what sort of things should we be thinking about when those events happen and what sort of things should we be thinking about going forward for the rest of the year? You know, I, so to me, it's, uh, it's, it's twofold. There's one, there's this sense of like, uh, of there is a risk aversion. Like I, if there, if there's risk, if there's this could potentially go wrong, I don't want any parts of it because I don't want that to negatively reflect on the sales. Right. And we get that as a marketing manager, you have a fiduciary responsibility to, increase the the financial the economic as well as the social capital of the brands that you steward completely get that 100 uh then the other side of it though there's this opportunistic sense of for marks like how do i jump on a thing a thing is hot right now how do i jump on it so that i can go back to the first thing increase uh value for the brand the challenge there is that sometimes oftentimes those things are at odds for instance um, you know, marketers would say, we don't want to touch anything around the riots that were happening. Uh, not even riots, sorry. The, the, the peaceful protests that were happening this summer that in some cases uh, produced riots that were not the predominant uh, demonstration that was going on. I don't want anything to do with that because that's no, no, as messy as nasty. No, 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 thank you. The riot, the riot from the domestic terrorists at the Capitol. I don't want anything to do with that because that's messy and we have no nothing to say about that as a brand. But but come Black History Month, which is next month, 
MLK Day, just celebrating, bringing people together and, you know, loving your neighbor. And, you know, we too share the dream of Dr. Martin Luther King. It's like, well, what about when black people were getting beat in the streets? Where were you then? Right? Like you have nothing to say then, right? Because you don't want the things to get messy, but then you want to co-opt or, or, or to conquest these opportunistic things where they're, 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 the risk seems to be low to celebrate Martin Luther King. No one's going to bash you for celebrating Martin Luther King unless your actions do not align to the things that you're professing. And this is where marketers get in trouble because what these things really ladder up to is a lack of conviction. What do you believe as a marketer and how do you steward your brand accordingly? Or what does the brand believe? And therefore, as a marketer, you steward your brand as such. What are the beliefs that drive the brand? That's what the goal has to be. That's what the, the North Star has to be. And then we find the moments, the contextual relevant moments where we have license permission to say something. And so I've got two questions. The first being, uh, you've seen a number of think pieces in 2021 that this was going to be the year of, pardon the phrase if you're over this phrase, because I might be over this phrase, but this was going to be the year of, we want the receipts, meaning all of the yeah. stuff you said you stood for in 2020 through COVID, right. through protests, through whatever, I, I want to see you do it this year. Are you A, seeing that, and B, how do you steward through that as a marketer? Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's a, a great philosopher, uh, a, a trio of uh, philosophers named Destiny's Child, where they're a, a quartet then. And they said, say my name, say my name, right? If no one's around you, say I love you if you ain't running game. And that's what's happening here. It's like, yo, if you were all about us, say it, do it, show it. Let's, like to your point, let's see the receipts. And what happens is that we don't believe we don't believe you. And what ends up happening is there's an erosion of trust. There's an erosion of, oh, I rock with that brand because that brand has been authentic. That brand has lived up to what it says it's all about. It walks the talk. And this, I mean, this is like, we know this intuitively as human beings, by the way. When it comes to building relationships with people, when it comes to building trust with people, we know that actions speak louder than words, right? Like, you you know, don't talk about it, be about it. We use all those platitudes, right? Like all these, these sort of idioms when it comes to how trust is established, how trust is given, right? But then when we become as marketers, we totally forget about the fact that people are judging us not based on what we say, both implicitly and explicitly, but also what we do. And oftentimes those things are constantly out of sync. Why? Because we did them because they were advantageous for us in that moment. We didn't do anything before because it could have been seen bad and therefore we could have had incurred some risk. That risk and opportunist opportunity seems to be the, the, the vice that keeps marketers from actually being, uh, actually living up to what they're about. The lack of conviction keeps us from doing that. And so, Marcus, you've talked often in the last, I'll say, six months about what Ben and Jerry's has been doing. And I will let you get into that in a second. But I want to ask the question, do you think you will see this bifurcation? It might be more than a bifurcation, but this bifurcation in marketing of brands that stand for something, whatever that something is, and brands that kind of dip in and out of MLK Day, Black History Month, you know you know what I'm saying, where they, they don't yeah. really stand for something, but they come in when it it's advantageous for them to do so? Right. You know, so I think that what happens is that, you know, brands have for long been that way, you know, brand, 
we talk about what a brand is, right? A brand is an identifier that's meant to conjure up thoughts and feelings about a product, either product good, product service, an organization, institution, uh, a person, right? Like this is what a company even, this is what a brand is meant to do. It is a identifier, right? It signals. And what ends up happening is that when these brands act out of sync, right? When they uh, say one thing and don't do anything, or they try to be opportunistic, but it's not about who they really are. They don't have meaning. These actions aren't meaningful. And therefore the brand, the brand mark and everything that's all the assets associated with it becomes, becomes associated with, oh, you're just the, the laundry detergent. Oh, you're just the, the, the shampoo. Like that's what you are. You're a shampoo with the name. That's it. You don't mean anything. You don't have relevance in my life. Right. And though I see the ad and like, yeah, the, the brand comes to mind, but I think nothing of it. it's like, sure, whatever, fine. Right. It, it's a commodity, a, a commodity with a name, but the brands that have conviction that believe in something, these brands are meaningful, right? We also about the brand means something, right? The brands are meaningful. The, 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 the Patagonians of the world, meaningful REIs of the world, meaningful Ben and Jerry, they mean something. And we as consumers, we buy from brands, not because of the functional value as much. We buy from them because what they say about ourselves, they, their identity projects that we use as, as badges of identity that helps us signal to the world who we are and where we fit in the world. And when brands don't have meaning, they don't become as valuable for us, right? They don't, they're not worthy of us spending our money or donning those brands because we get no cultural, no, no social capital from them. What's worse though, is that when we as a society have negotiated that that brand is whack, that brand, you know, is opportunistic, like they, they're thirsty, you know, they just jump on anything. Then now it's like, I'm not gonna buy that brand no matter how functional it is, because if it's visible, people may associate that with me. That, that all things associated with that brand now, it's being whack, it's being opportunistic, all those things are now associated with me. I don't want any parts of it. So they're not just in the short term, they may feel like they're kind of a blow off. They don't mean anything, but the long term has commercial impact, which I think as marketers, we need to be thinking about both the short term and the long term. And brand is a long term play. And so going back two weeks to the assault on the Capitol, as I said, you saw a number of brands that weren't opportunistic. They were um, automated in a way that was nearly destructive, where they're putting out ads that just don't meet with with the moment. And so yeah. here we are on the eve of the inauguration. If you're a brand, do you do you halt everything tomorrow? Do you sit tight? Do you have stuff ready in you know not to go back to Oreo and Super Bowl, but like do you have a war room ready to go? Like what as a marketer, what should you be looking for in the next 24, 36 hours, uh, or should you just turn everything off and, and wait? I mean, I think if you are looking at mediums where social discourse happens, right? Like social networking platforms, for instance, if you're looking at the media you're gonna spend there and you're gonna be in those environments, I would chill for a little bit if you don't have anything contextually relevant to say. I mean, if, if we were to talk about social media marketing, I stay with big air quotes. If we were to talk about like what a good social media marketing campaign would be, we often use that, that, that metaphor of like, you wouldn't go to a party where everyone's talking about baseball to come in saying, you know, have you guys had huggies before? You're like, what are you talking right. about? What's about baseball over here? What do, you, yeah. what do you mean? Like you wouldn't be out of sync like that in the conversation where the same thing kind of goes here, but it's even worse right now because, you know, we're talking about, it's like coming to a funeral and be like, yo, you heard the new Drake? 
Like, what? What do you mean? What sure. You, yeah, yeah. Guy, this is a very sober moment we're talking about here. That conversation is completely out of bounds. It's completely out of step. So if I were talking to a marketer right now, I'd say, if you got nothing contextually relevant to say, just hold on to it for the next like 20, 24 to 40, 48 hours. I mean, essentially, right? If the discourse is there and you're not participating in the discourse, then you should chill where there is conversation. You know, I think about like, uh, and I love J. Crew. I've, I've been a long J. J. Crew fan for, for, for decades, right? Love this brand. That was not what it used to be. But that aside, um, you know, J. Crew sent out their uh, their their email blast this summer, this past summer. Like, you know, get the look for the summer. And I'm like, J. Crew, do you realize no one's going outside this summer? Like, do you realize that? You realize, like, I'm in my crib wearing sweatpants. I don't need the new. Uh, I don't. I, I don't need the the new Argyle shirt. Like, I don't. It, it's not happening anymore. J. Crew, hold on to that. No one's celebrating right now. It's so out of sync. And this is essentially what brands may face tomorrow. And if there is any blowback, it certainly becomes lodged in my brain that, oh, this brand is completely irrelevant what was going on in my life. It is just the name on fill in the blank commodity. My friend, as always, a pleasure. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, Mark to the C and LinkedIn. You can check him. Uh, I believe he's doing bi-weekly episodes now of Check the Rhyme, which is one of my favorite marketing uh pieces out there, uh, soon to be Thanks, doctor, uh, professor at the University of Michigan. And I actually don't have enough time to go through the rest of your resume. But as always, it is a pleasure to talk to you, sir. Have a wonderful week. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, brother. Super grateful.